We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's another Sling TV Sunday and I'm Alex Garrett. Why do we do that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because my affiliate partner Sling TV offers you... Red Zone action all day long, as always, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So, jump on Sling right now. You know, you can get, I believe, half off your first month right now. If you just give it a try and watch NFL Red Zone from Sling TV, I have the link in the description. But my Sling TV Sunday is more focused on what's happening in baseball. We'll talk with Lou Terminello this week on Terminello's take. We're starting to get a rhythm here, see? But, but, there are a couple audio bits I want to play. Firstly, the Yanks are down 3-0. And I know I mentioned this on my other podcast from earlier this morning, that get to Monday should be the three words of inspiration for the Yankees. And that's it. Get to Monday. No excuses. Get to Monday. Someone who offered some uh, thoughts on all of this before Game 3 yesterday, and as a time, as a, as a bat boy for the Yankees, was Raymond Avila. And um, Raymond was kind enough to join me outside Yankee Stadium and talk about his time as a bat boy, his favorite memory, and what's up next around the corner for the Yankees. Oh, and don't forget Aaron Judge's sixth chase for 62, what he thought as a fan and a former bat boy of the Yankees. What's it mean to be a bat boy of the Yankees? Just that whole alumni association, basically. Yeah, well, basically, um, I used to stand outside Yankee Stadium by the executive offices uh, getting autographs back in 1968, 69, 70. 70, I started going to the stadium a lot. Uh, a lot to the games. Uh, sometimes the security officers, they used to let me in. Sometimes they didn't have a ticket, so they would give me a free ticket and I would get in. Um, then and then uh, the winter of 70, I started sending letters to uh, Howard Burke, who was the senior vice president of the Yankees at that time, and Pat Kelly, who was in charge of the Bad Boys. Okay. So I went for an interview in early March of 71, and they said, well, right now we don't have a position for you, but if we get something, uh, we will definitely call you. So at the time, Frank LaBoy, who was a, who was a uh, bad boy for the Yankees, uh, left in August okay. to go back to school. 
So he asked me, uh, would you like to replace me? And I said, sure. So he spoke to Howard and he said, listen, Ray should be the next bad boy in line. I mean, he came for the interview. He was, he's a good candidate. Uh, what do you think? So he says, okay, fine. So they called me, they sent me a letter and they told me to come in. At that time, we used to get paid $12 a game. Uh, it was a great experience being a bad boy. I was only a bad boy from August and September. The next season, they, they got new bad boys. Well, you come to mind because, you know, the bad boy for the Yankees this year was featured when Aaron Judge hit home run 62. So imagine being in his shoes. Like, what did, did you get to talk with them at all during this whole season? What, what's that been like? Watching? With the bad boys? Yeah. No, I haven't got a chance to talk to them yet. But uh, when I get a chance, probably tomorrow, I'm going to get a chance to talk oh, to them. What's your thoughts on 62 as well? I mean, if you were there right now as a bad boy, would you be nervous? Would you stay calm? Like, uh, you're well, dealing with all these guys. Well, you know, I mean, um, I would be um, a little bit nervous. I would say, you know, when is he going to hit it? Is he going to hit it? I mean, because that is historic. I wish that he would have hit it in Yankee Stadium. That would have been great, like Roger Maris did in 61. Sure. But, uh, you know, a lot, a lot ties into this. You know, he's wearing 99, uh, he broke his record, you know, so, I mean, a lot ties into that. He also he broke it on Game 161, the address okay. of Yankee Stadium. Game State. 161, the all address right. of Yankee Stadium. And, and, you know, you've been around all these different players through the years. Favorite moment just before Game 3 that you want to share with us, even if it's a playoff moment? My favorite moment uh, that I remember was uh, in November, uh, right when it struck November, uh, when Derek Jeter, 2001, when he hit the home run. Yeah, that's Okay, and special. then that's when he, he was labeled Mr. November. And then for you personally, a bad boy, any favorite moment as a bad boy? That uh, favorite moments as a bad boy? Yeah. Well, one of my favorite moments was uh, basically when uh, Billy Martin was manager of the Tigers. Okay. That I was standing in front of the door, and he lost to the Yankees, and he came in busting the door down, and... He turned the, the, the table full of food over, uh, and the players were mad because they were hungry and they couldn't eat because all the food was on the way. So you want to eat? Eat now. Eat like animals. You deserve to eat like animals. That's great. Now, you have a press pass. So obviously, you've been around this organization now since the 70s. So what's it mean to stay in the Yankee family, if you will? Well, basically, uh, it, it's, well, it's good. It's good. It's good to be back here. Uh, I haven't been back here for a while. Uh, I've been mostly covering uh, the National League, the Mets. Okay. But um, now for the playoffs this year, I'm back here. And, you know, I, I, I like the moment of being here. Very back at Yankee Stadium. At, at the new Yankee Stadium. At George Steinbrenner's Yankee Stadium. Derek Jeter's Yankee Stadium. That's because right. this is not the house that Ruth built. The house that Ruth built was across the street. So That's this right. is the house that Steinbrenner and Derek Jeter built. And you actually were a bad boy in the pre-renovated Yankee in Stadium. In the pre-renovated well. pre Yankee Stadium, yes. And, you know, it sort of looks like it now with the old uh, facade up there. Anyway, Raymond, thanks so much. And enjoy, Thank you. Enjoy Thank the you. home series here. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we'll see how much there is to enjoy after tonight. But um, that was very special to talk to Ray Avila. He wanted me to remind listeners that was during the Horace Clark era. And then there's another soundbite. See, I'm so baseball-focused. I don't remember that the Giants play the Jaguars today and that, I don't know, the Jets also coming in today as well, uh, looking to keep going against the Broncos. Giants at one, Jets at four because they're in Denver. Finally, some separation for a few weeks here. It was all at one o'clock, so I'm glad there was some separation. But 
staying on the baseball track for a moment, A.J. Nola has been reached out a lot. The father of Aaron Nola and Austin Nola. Who are the Nola brothers? Well, Aaron is doing a hell of a job with the Phillies, and Austin Nola is actually in the starting lineup as a catcher for the Padres. So what's it like for the Nola family, AJ and Stacy, to watch this battle? For now, the National League pennant. Phillies are one game away, and boy, I say ring the bell, you know, why not? Into the World Series. But for Aaron Nola and Austin Nola's father, AJ, it's a little more nerve-wracking. Here's what he had to say to NBC Sports, I believe, when they were in San Diego. But, I, I mean, I got a little I got a little sneaky going on here. Just a, just a, just a little sneak. <laughs> I'm thinking very serious about putting the Phillies when Aaron's pitching. And that, you know, that's my youngest baby boy, you know. I got to support him, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a, a rack of nerves, man. I'm, I don't know uh, if my heart can take much more of this. I mean, Last year they faced each other uh, one game, and in this early this year, I think in maybe June they faced it again, and and those were fun games. This is this is a tale of two cities that won a championship, so it's a little bit more serious. So I'm, I'm nervous. And so there you have it, audio courtesy of NBC Sports's TikTok, tale of two cities, the chilled out yet. Very, uh, you know, chill that San Diego vibe versus the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. And at the heart of it all, I mean at the heart of it all, are these two brothers facing off against each other and the stakes for the pennant race and the underdog story. Who would have thought the Phillies would win against the Braves? Okay. Cardinals, well, that was a toss-up, I feel like. But the Padres, who thought they would take down not only the Mets, but the Dodgers, the Dodgers. And yet here we are, Robbie Thompson and the Phillies, on the precipice of the World Series. Bryce Harper, again, on the precipice of a World Series. Let's see how this goes, guys. Let's see. Although I I should say not again because actually the Nationals won the World Series after Bryce left. So here he gets a chance to really be in the World Series. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting. I love that city. It is my second city. It is my second favorite sports town to New York. And I'm not a big Eagle fan, but I'll tell you what. Phillies are in it, and the Yankees are not after this tonight, or even tomorrow. Of course I'm going to wear my Phillies stuff, thanks to Fanatics, and I'll maybe watch it on the go, thanks to Sling TV. But for now, speaking of Sling, I got a link in the bio, half off today, to watch the NFL, what week are we? What week is this already? Holy crap. Week seven. Week seven, people. And the Giants are five and one. Taking a five and one record to Jacksonville. Yes, Sam Spence. 
I am hyped up right now. Enjoy the NFL on Sling TV. And maybe catch the clincher for the Phillies while you're at it. And the Yankees. Try and survive. Down three games to nothing. Boy, oh boy. Take us out, Sam. Thanks so much for listening to this Sling TV Sunday, Episode 4. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.